You're listening to Ted Shuttlesworth's Faith Alive Network, spreading the healing gospel of Christ to our world. If you have your Bible, I want you to turn with me to the Gospel of John, the 16th chapter. John chapter 16. Before Jesus was crucified and before he ascended up on high, he began to prepare his disciples to receive from him, from heaven, information that would affect them in their daily living and guide them into their future. That has never changed. God still has things that he wants to show you and I to help us today and to guarantee the best possible future that we can have. Can you say amen? John 16 verse one, these things have I spoken unto you that you should not be offended. They shall put you out of the synagogues. Yes, the time comes that whosoever killeth you will think that he doeth God's service. And these things will they do unto you because they have not known the Father nor me. Underline that. They don't know God. They don't know Jesus. And so the knowledge of God is in the heart of the believer and not the unbeliever. Which means that the unbeliever is always at a disadvantage while you as a child of God always have the best advantage. Because you do know the Father and you do know the Lord Jesus. Can you say amen? Sometimes the world makes you feel if you don't have certain education, you don't have certain degrees, if you haven't studied, that you're at a disadvantage. The child of God is never at a disadvantage with the things of the world. We reign stronger like Daniel and his uh, fellow brethren. We're smarter than those in the kingdom. We have a greater anointing than those that are in the world. And we have a greater advantage. Never see yourself as less. Always see you uh, in, in the spirit of God see yourself as God sees you as having the greater one and you have the advantage and you have the ability to access knowledge in advance that will help you to sidestep the strategies of the devil which are designed against you to destroy you but thanks be unto God the Bible says who always gives us the victory you need to turn to somebody and say I'm always going to have victory I'm always going to come out on top Say, I'm always going to have victory, and I'm always going to come out on top. Oh, hallelujah. I think that's worth praising God for. Hallelujah. Verse 4, Jesus said, John 16, but these things have I told you, that when the time shall come, you may remember that I told you of them. And these things I said not unto you at the beginning, because I was with you. And so there's a certain release of information that now comes that Christ has been removed and is seated at the right hand of God. Some things he told them when he was with them, but he is now preparing them to receive advanced knowledge when he goes away. And so you can see he's setting the disciples up. He's preparing them to anticipate receiving information from him concerning their future and concerning their lives and ministries. Amen. Secondly, he says to them, and these things I said not unto you at the beginning because I was with you, but now I go my way to him that sent me, and none of you asketh me, where goest thou? But because I have said these things unto you, uh, sorrow hath filled your heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient. It is good. It is advantageous for you that I go away. 
For if I go not away, the Comforter, everybody say the Comforter. The Comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. And so the next step of Revelation is the coming of the Holy Spirit to every believer. Can you say amen? The next step of Revelation is the coming of the Holy Spirit to help us go to the next level of God's revelation and God's blessing and the advantage of hearing from heaven. Can you say amen? Then, verse 8, when he has come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Of sin, because they believe not on me. Of righteousness, because I go to my Father and you see me no more. Of judgment, because the prince of this world, that would be the devil or Satan, is judged. I have yet many things to say unto you, but you cannot bear them now. Underline that. Begin to get that in your spirit. God is not done speaking to his people. But when he says you can't bear them now, they're not in a position to receive that knowledge. But the hope is and the belief is the day will come when you can receive things that you can't receive now. Some of you know exactly what that means. When you first got saved, some things that were taught to you, you thought, what in the world are they talking about? But the longer you pursued after God and the more you matured in the things of God, then things begin to make better sense. And you couldn't bear them at first, but through the process of walking it out by faith and growing in the knowledge and the admonition of the Lord, then you had knowledge that helped you that at the time wouldn't have been a thing to you. But looking back, you thank God that he took you from where you were and brought you to where you are. Amen. Praise his name. Hallelujah. I have met uh, yet many things to say unto you. And so the first thought I want to get into your spirit is God speaks to the believer. God speaks to you. He's got things that he wants to show you, to give you. And so the process is we have to make sure that we let this power of righteousness that he's talking about and this power of reproving things that are sin. When the spirit of God puts his finger on something in your life to be removed, it's not because he's at war with you. It's because he's going to put you in a place that's better than what you are. And the battle is, the Bible says, it's again, the flesh is uh, warring against the spirit. And so he'll speak to your spirit and your flesh will rise up and you'll have a flesh fit. Are you hearing me? But it's better just to release it and let it go and let God do what he wants to do. Can you say amen? We'll always be better having heard God's voice. We'll always be stronger by obeying the Spirit of God. Can you say amen? And thus the scripture says, as many as are led by the Spirit, they are, you and I, we are the sons, the daughters, if you will, of God. There is a leading that Jesus promised these disciples, though they couldn't bear it then, it would be functioning in their future and the future of every believer. Can you say amen? It's part of how God leads us. God doesn't push you into it. God doesn't uh, thrust you into it, but he gently leads us along into the things that help us and prepare us for the best life that we can possibly have here and now and in our future. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah to the name of the Lord. Glory to God. We're just getting better and better and better. God is making us stronger and stronger and stronger. We're going deeper and deeper and deeper. Praise the name of Jesus. I have been set up and God is helping me to get up. Hallelujah. I'm working on a message. How to get back from a setback. Hallelujah. Because there's nothing that the devil can do to you that God can't do something about it. Praise the holy name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I think we should lift our hands and give him glory that today is uh, the best day of our life and it only gets better. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for the Holy Ghost. I want to thank every one of you that are listening to Faith Alive Radio Network. I'm excited about this and I am looking for people to stand with us on a monthly basis as partners to help us take the gospel of Jesus Christ around the world. I've used this saying for many years, our cause is Christ. Our compassion is for souls and our commitment is to the world. And no matter what nation of the world that you're listening to this Faith Alive Network, whatever nation you're in, you are a part of God's end time plan. Jesus taught us to go out into the highways and hedges and to compel people to come in. And by your support as a partner, you can help us do this. If you'll go to www.tedshuttlesworth.com forward slash give, you can sow a gift today to help us.